Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in. We say hello to you on a Monday. Oh, boy, I feel great after a great weekend. Trent is here like he always is. Otherwise, I wouldn't probably be able to even get the show on the air. So he's here to save the day like always. Uh, We have a great show lined up for you. Uh, Before we get into that guest list, Trent, you being a Hawk guy. Yeah. You got a piece of good news with what the baseball team is doing. Yes. And then a piece of bad news with Smith being, all right, I'm out of here. On the football team. So do, do you want to begin with the good or the bad for the University of Iowa athletic program? Well, let's start with the biggest news. The baseball is uh, a little bit down the list. Germanique Smith. On Friday, Germanique Smith, uh, University of Iowa sent out a release, as you expect on a Friday mm, afternoon. Always. It's a dump. Yep. The news dump. Yep. Jimmy B., you know it well. Yes. You've been in this profession for decades and decades and That's enough. Decades. That's enough. And decades. That, thank you. But uh, we come to expect this. So going back to the open practice that we saw here in West Des Moines back in April, and it was announced right beforehand, a little sheet that they hand out to the media, Germanique Smith will not be going through spring practice as he concentrates on academics. You knew at that point Mm -hmm. it was an incredibly tenuous situation for him. This is a guy that has shown ability. You go back to his true freshman year, had a big game against Illinois, had over 100 yards receiving in that one. Said, all right, maybe Iowa's really got something here. Didn't do much the rest of the year, but okay, young guy, that's fine. Last year, you were waiting. Had 23 catches, had a couple of touchdowns, but didn't make a big step forward. You know, after the injury to Matt Vandenberg, he was the guy that people hoped, all right, this is your time. Never happened. 23 catches in 13 games, it's not very good. No. Not very good from a guy you're hoping is your number one receiver. But then you go back, all right, we've seen he's got good size, 6'1", 190, really looks the part out there. Can run. Has been able to get by guys a couple of times. Mm -hmm. All right. Going to be an upperclassman, going to be a junior. Well, this will be the time. And spring comes, doesn't go through workouts. And the writing was on the wall at that point. But that leads to the wide receiver position as a whole at Iowa. Boy, is it a mess, Jim. Oh, oh. It, it is an absolute mess. And it's not just that it's the wide receiver position on its own. Now, we got Vandenberg coming back. Can Matt Vandenberg be the guy that we saw that big game that he had against Iowa State? 65 catches during the year before that, during 2015. We don't know. This is a guy that had a foot injury, and after the foot injury, he came back, and he hurt it again. Yeah. That's not a good thing. When your game is planning, running routes, getting open, and doing it precisely, well, if you've got to tick off the 40 time, if you can't make those cuts quite in the same way anymore, that's not good. Yep. So there's part one. Part two, you have a new offensive system. A new offensive system where all the receivers are trying to figure out what they're going to do. The offense and the passing game is going to look different. How much different? That's a question we don't know, but it is going to be different. Well, with what they've got going right now with the wideouts, they might throw it three or four times now, and that's it. And then you have a new quarterback. And then 
I mean, just think of all these things that are on top of each other. And that's why when you go through Iowa this year, and during spring I pose this question a lot to you know, different guys that we have on, Caker, Bonenkamp, mm-hmm. Steve Batterson, Derek Young, all the guys, kind of trying to get the temperature of the fan base, what they're hearing. And there were a lot of questions, and I can understand it because you don't know what this offense is going to look like. You don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And maybe the biggest component, the schedule is a lot more difficult than it has been the last couple of years. Last year was an improvement from what we saw the year before. You got Michigan on there. You got Penn State in your crossovers. That was more difficult than what it had been. But now this year, Ohio State's back on the schedule. Penn State's on the schedule. You got to go to Michigan State. This year's a game where you go on the road to Iowa State. You go to Wisconsin. You go to Nebraska. You go to Northwestern. These are all road games this year. Jimmy B., the question might be, when we get to August and when we get past Big Ten Media Day, not can this team contend in the Big Ten West this year, can this team even get to a bowl game? I think that is a more realistic question right now. More realistic to yes. pose that question. Is this team going to be bowl eligible as opposed to winning the Big Ten West? When you phrase it like that, and with everything that has happened, plus a brand new quarterback, right now I'm going to say no. No. You're on the no side. I'm on the no side right now. I mean, you're going to have to show me when we get to the fall, obviously, and, and training camp. But at this particular time, with... Are you just and and I was being making a joke, obviously, when I said they're going to throw it three or four times a game. That's it. But Trent, this is serious. Yeah, this is serious stuff for for this football team. They got no one, and we don't know Vandenberg. What if his foot acts up on him again? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the great unknown. Look at their schedule. You already rattled off some of the teams that they play. They open against Wyoming. Wyoming can beat them. Wyoming's talented. They got an NFL likely QB playing for them. Be careful on that one. They have. We fell into this trap a couple years I'm ago. I'm well aware of that. With Illinois State. We did. They have an incredibly talented quarterback. They, they do. do. Josh Allen is really he's, good. He's the real deal. People are talking about him now. Remember last year at this time, we were also yep. hearing Mitch Leidner was yep. going to be a first-round oh, yeah. draft but pick. But you and I never bought into that. Brad Kaya was going to be a first-round pick. He went undrafted. So it is incredibly early. But the guy's talented. He is. Here's the thing. Wyoming lost their running back who left early for the NFL. They did. Lost their top two receivers. And defensively, they are awful. Mm-hmm. Now, I think a better question might be, will Iowa be in a position where Wyoming's probably going to be able to move the ball? Will Iowa be in a position week one? where they can score 31, 35, 38 Ooh points. Oh, boy. You know, can they win a game 31-27 right. against Wyoming week one? I don't know. Because you got to figure Wyoming will probably put points They'll on put the board. They'll points up. Yeah. They're going to be really bad defensively. Yes. But even with the really bad defenses, Iowa going to be in a position where they can do that. It's just, uh, let's just hand it off. What was it? Jordan Canzeri a couple of years ago against Illinois had 44 carries, something, was it? Something like that. It was unbelievable. Is it going to be a spot like that? <laughs> hello, All right, Akram. Hello, hello, Mr. Wadley. Uh, maybe once every two, three series, we'll just chuck one up uh, and see if somebody can make a play. And outside of that, we're going Wadley a lot. I, you know what? Wyoming's that bad defensively where Iowa could probably get away with it. Yeah. But will they? Are they willing to do that? Do you want to put that kind of pounding on a guy week one? against Wyoming when you still have the slate behind you 
and what's the game plan going to be? I mean, those are the questions that you wonder. But like you said, the schedule's more difficult. You can't sleep on Wyoming. No, you cannot. No. Iowa State week two. Now, North Texas, there's a layup. There's there, Yeah, that's a layup right then there. Then you get into Big Ten play. Outside of Purdue, Illinois, mm-hmm. what's a game you feel confident about? Seven other games out there. You feel confident with Penn State coming to town? No. That's a preseason top no. ten team. Yeah. You no. feel confident going out to East Lansing and play Michigan State? No. They were bad last they year. They were. Is that going to happen two years I, in a row? I wouldn't, you wouldn't think so. And it's a road game on top of that. Right. Are you confident, even with Minnesota coming in, road games at Northwestern? I haven't even mentioned Ohio State. No. Wisconsin, Nebraska, both on the road. What do you feel good about? Uh, North Texas. North Texas. <laughs> North Texas. <laughs> That's it. That's I, the one you feel good about, fans. I went North Texas. on Friday, did my first official WNL. Yes. And I came up to 6-6. Six and six. Did you? I came up at 6-6, six and six, but that was tenuous itself. That was with the win at Michigan State. That got me to 6-6. Six and six. Wow. That's what we're looking at with this team. It's crazy. But you know what? We've had years like this before. And when does Iowa play their best? When the expectations are, are incredibly low. low. It seems that way. Just two years ago, we saw it 12 Yes, and Nobody's anticipating that. No, no, But no. with this schedule, what's the high water? Everything comes together. Yeah. They figure out the quarterback, either Uyghurs or Stanley, is good, solid. What we've seen in the past with O'Keefe, getting first-year quarterbacks ready. All right, they got that. They find a wide receiver. Nick Easley turns out to be a good walk-on story. Vandenberg's back healthy. We know the tight ends are talented. Offensive line's very good. Mm-hmm. That all comes together. Defensively, all the okay. everything comes together. What's the high watermark, though? What's the best you can see this team seven, do? Seven or eight wins tops. That's it? That's it. With everything coming together? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Vegas has it at seven. Yeah. That's just kind of it. That's it. You can't see this team. Going to get beat by Penn State. Going to get beat by Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Going to get beat by, um, uh, who's the other? Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. okay. Uh, so there's three right yeah. right there. Uh, they play on the road at Nebraska. There's, see, that's where there's I'd four. Stop. I'd say best there's case There's four scenario. losses right there. That's they, eight and four. Yeah. Best. See, I could see everything breaking right. You can maybe upset Penn State. They've done it so many times. They do. They've done that in the past. I don't see any scenario where they beat Ohio State. No. Again, everything coming together 10-2, and I don't even see that. 9-3. and You know, I I can't. But that's with everything going right. Now if quarterback plays a question mark, you don't find receivers, maybe the safety play isn't good with no Snyder back there, Miles Taylor in his senior year doesn't turn it on at the strong safety position, Defensive tackle, they're not able to replace what they lost inside with Jaleel Johnson. Uh, missing a bowl game, I think, is right out there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That's kind of where we are with this team, and a big component of that is the schedule and the big questions. we got Tom Caker stopping by today at 1225. We'll talk about that with him. His thoughts on Germanique Smith leaving and, uh, yeah, the baseball. You asked me the other part there on the baseball right. side. Well, let's get into that. little in case you missed it. I got a highlight here for you, Jimmy B. I'm ready. University of Iowa getting it done down 9-2 to Ohio State. Right. They win game one, lose game two, want to get this series, want to stay in contention, and they still have a shot winning the regular season Mm -hmm. title, something they haven't done since 1990 with the Hawkeye baseball team. But, Jimmy B., you've called games. I've called games. 
what's an annoyance of a play-by-play guy? Just screaming and yelling constantly and just going off on how good the team is when a big play happens. you got to be able to call it and lay out and let the sound and the ambience and let fans soak it up a little bit. Absolutely. Now, a lot of times you have a partner. Yes. And a partner can throw it off a little bit. Big time. You don't want to step on the play-by-play guy's toes. Unfortunately for the Hawkeye play-by-play guy, that happened yesterday. Out of the stretch, Riley comes home. This one's out. They win. They win. You better believe it. Back to the wall. You can't move in the bottom of the ninth. Iowa down by seven at one point. Have battled back. Three home runs. Come on home, Robert Newstrom. So Robert Newstrom with the walk-off homer. Are these like uh, the, the, students? The play-by-play guy, he tried to fight his way through it. He did. It, but his color guy. Kind of went bonkers <laughs> on him. him. a couple of times. Have you ever had to have that conversation oh, with I've the play-by-play had guy? Many times. Yeah. Now, when, you, when you're doing it on the national level, you don't have to have that conversation because you're calling it as a neutral broadcaster. When you're the home announcer... Uh, and the play-by-play guy just stomps all over you. Uh, yes, I've had that conversation many times. I'm sure you have, too, in the past. Yes. It happens. Let it breathe. Yes, yes. Let give it, it breathe. Let I, it. I will give you time. Yes. Let me make my call. <laughs> yeah. And the time is yours. <laughs> I have to tell you a quick, quick story on this, okay? And this is totally different. But the same premise applies. I was in Spokane. And I was doing a card tournament okay card as in like 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 a poker tournament yeah, yeah okay. poker yeah poker tournament okay okay and so we would video it and then take it back to the sound room the guys would edit and then we would call it myself and the color commentator we'd call it in a sound room and we and i didn't want to see how it played out because i Wanted to be surprised like everybody else. I wanted to call it as it was happening. So we get down to the final table and the final play of the game, and this guy's going to win like thirty grand or something if he wins this hand. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm set, I set it up, and the color guy says, all right, this is what has to happen. This card has to come up, that sort of thing. And we pause. The card comes up. And instead of letting me set the stage for the thrilling victory that this guy is about to get, the color guy just starts screaming, I told you that was going to be the card. I called it. I called it. I told you that was going to be the card. Were you shot? Ruin the whole thing. We had to retape the damn thing. <laughs> because he knew the card was coming. He had looked at it. Uh, prior to us taping it the power of taping things oh, makes it a little gosh. easier at least yeah, yeah so that was that was that was pretty funny i had to have a conversation with him after that <laughs> the hawkeyes get the win in that one yesterday in walk off fashion uh we've got the question a couple of times about the hawkeyes you know what they can do to get in the NCAA tournament made it a couple of years ago uh played down in the Missouri State Regional Oregon was there got mm-hmm. a couple of wins but uh, weren't able to get to the Super Regional. So the Hawkeyes right now, 13-8. and eight, Still have a chance of getting the regular right. season title. But overall, 29-18, and 18, not bad. Here's the problem. Their RPI, 
which matters just like it does when we talk basketball, basketball and brackets yep. come out. Their RPI is 96. Mm-hmm. They're not getting in short of winning the Big Ten tournament. It's as simple as that. Sweep this weekend even. They play Nebraska-Omaha in a midweek game this week. Right. But even if they win their final four games of the regular season, they got Illinois to wrap it up. Even with that, maybe – remember last year, they won all their games till the championship. They weren't double-dipped. It's a double-elimination tournament. Correct. But once you get to that championship game, it is a standalone championship, even if you haven't lost the tournament. If they would do that, win their last four of the regular season, get to the championship game without a loss – maybe an outside possibility. But even with that, I just don't see it. Here's the problem with Iowa this year, as opposed to a couple years ago when they got in. They haven't played many of the heavyweights this year in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. The schedule just broke where Ohio State, who won the Big Ten tournament last year, isn't very good this year. They lost series against Northwestern Rutgers. Neither of them are very good. On top of it, they didn't play Maryland this year. They only played uh, Minnesota in a one-game non-conference game up uh, at the Metrodome way back in, was it March? February, I mean, it was really early in season they played up there. They didn't play any of the heavyweights this year at the top of the conference. So because of that, the strength of schedule isn't very good. Mm-hmm. So the chances, Hawkeye fans, not good. Now, just go over to Bloomington and win the whole dang win, thing. Win the, yeah, that's all you do. And then you're in. And the, yeah, you got it then. Then you're in. Tom Cakert's coming up on the show, everybody. Uh, Hawkeye Report. We'll get into uh, a lot of that stuff with him. Let's continue with In Case You Missed It. Let's go over to some baseball. Jimmy B., did you watch the Jeter ceremony Um, I was at a refreshment stand last night. It was on one monitor. I was more dialed into the hockey game, but Uh I did watch as uh, Derek Jeter did come out, and they unveiled the plaque. Yeah, the plaques don't do it for me, so I'm skipping past that one. Let's go to (laughs) Milwaukee. (laughs) You're not even going to take Make a little comment what he said. Nope, nope. Like, I got the hottest wife in the world. Yeah, GT, he's done well for himself. He has. Let's go to Milwaukee. Yeah. The Mets come to town, who have been playing some pretty good baseball until they ran into the Brewers. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Brewers down 9-8. Here's a big bomb. Reed. Here it is. Pena sends it to left. Way back. Manny Pena, the call from Bob Euchre yesterday. The Brewers keep winning games, Jimmy B. Is this real? They do. Uh, Yeah, it's real. Yeah, I'm watching it. It's real. (laughs) Until until they start to suck, I'm going to continue to watch. It's a great story right now. It really is. is. Speaking of teams playing well, it is Kansas City. Oh, I thought you were going to play the Cubs highlight for them sucking. No, no, Okay. Left for dead. All of a sudden, the Orioles come in. Baltimore played incredibly well through this point. Mm Mm-hmm. The Royals get the sweep. Mike Moustakas ties it up in the fourth. And you can get him. Drilled to right field. It is. Go on in a tie game. The Royals roll on and get the victory there. A sweep of Baltimore and a reeling team. Let's go to St. Louis. Two out of three for the Cardinals. Yadi Molina, big part of that yesterday in the win. Yadi or Molina. Molina, deep left. This ball is gone. Two-run homer on the first pitch he saves. Not just one, though, Jimmy B. He had two homers yesterday. That first one against Arietta. Here's number two. Into left center. It's at the track, at the wall. He's done it again. Second home run of the day, Yadier Molina. And it's 5-0 St. Louis. So, yeah. Jimmy B. They suck. The Cubs suck. Yeah, right? they suck. You're just going with the Cubs suck. Yeah. It's over. 
I didn't say it's I mean, over. So, they start just, selling pieces. Yeah. What can they get for Chris Bryant? Uh, what, what can they get for you? Probably a bag of balls and a couple of broken bats. Get out of here, you goofball. <laughs> that was In Case You Missed It, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Coming up on the other side, yeah. more Hawkeye talk. Germanique Smith, where do they turn? Well, one guy knows recruits incredibly well. He is Tom Cakert from Hawkeye Report, part of the Rivals Network. Get his thoughts on the freshmen. They need freshmen, Jimmy B. They need somebody to help. Who is going to be those guys? Some answers to the questions with Tom Caker. He's next here on Jimmy B and TC. 1700K BGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700K BGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. The Sea-Doo Ready-to-Ride sales event is here. Shop now and get a Sea-Doo at a great price. As America's number one selling watercraft, Sea-Doo delivers on-water suspension for a safe and exhilarating ride. Right now, save up to $500 on select 2016 models. Rip up the waves this summer at an affordable price. Get ready to ride at your local Sea-Doo dealer. Visit Fast Track Sports in Sully or online at FastTrackSports.com. Offer in soon. Restrictions may apply. See dealer for details. If you're familiar with cloud computing, you probably know that Amazon Web Services offers a complete set of secure compute storage application and deployment services that help companies launch and scale their IT infrastructures while lowering costs. But did you know that you're still responsible for protecting your own AWS-based assets, meaning your applications and data, from advanced cyber threats? Protect your AWS with Barracuda Network's Advanced Firewall Solutions. Visit AWS Marketplace or barracuda.com slash AWS to learn more. Brownells Gun Store in Grinnell is celebrating its one-year anniversary Saturday, May 20th. Don't miss this enormous tent sale. Gun giveaways, crazy sale prices on guns, 1,500 rounds of 22 ammo for 80 bucks, Plus, factory reps from Silencer Co., Hornady, Trichicon, Sig, Ruger, Benelli, and dozens more. Bring your collector firearm and have it valued by world-famous gunsmith Doug Turnbull. Get to Brownells in Grinnell Saturday, May 20th. Brownells, I-80, exit 182, Grinnell. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at... 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. Uh, we advertised that Tom Caker, Hawkeye Report, was going to be our guest. He's on the line with us right now. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Uh, Tommy, uh, look, I have no clue now how this offense is going to look for the Iowa football team. Germanic Smith gone. Uh, they're going to have to really rely on freshmen, and they have to hope that Vandenberg's foot uh, does not bother him at all throughout the rest of the regular season. Is that fair? Um, because they just don't have a lot there. Germanic Smith gone, obviously. Uh, the, the dreaded uh, Friday late afternoon uh, uh, press release on uh, this past week and the Matt Vandenberg thing, there's still not a ton of clarity. Now Kirk Ferentz and Brian Ferentz and um, all the coaches, uh, Kelton Copeland, have all said they expect him back and that he's going to be okay by the um, you know sometime in uh, uh, during the summer. But still, you got to be concerned because I, I think I've mentioned this to you guys before. It's twice you've broken the same foot, same bone within a year's time. That's a that's a big deal and it doesn't uh, bode well, but you know, hopefully he can get healthy. And then, you know, you got Brandon Smith, you've got uh, Cooper, you've got Amir Smith, Marset. Uh, I, I would have to think three of those guys, and maybe even a Trey Kramer who's uh, coming in as kind of an athlete, maybe factors in a wide receiver. I think they're going to give him a look there first um, before they decide if he's going to be a wide receiver or defensive back. It's uh, certainly a question mark all over the place of who's going to be that guy. Uh, Vandenberg, have you heard anything lately? You know, it appeared all systems go. He was on track. Uh, some people thought maybe he even could have played in the bowl game, and then he re-aggravates that foot injury. Anything more on that? And 
we know that they're not going to be able to actually practice until August camp, but a lot of time is used during this time working with the quarterbacks, two guys out there fighting for that position. At the very least, can he go through some workouts here and go out and, and catch the ball with these youngsters trying to help out those quarterbacks, or is it wait till August before we hear anything more on Vandenberg? Yeah, I think they're maybe going to let him loose a little bit uh, during the summer, but it's going to depend on how his foot is uh, because you want to be extra careful. There's no sense in him getting hurt now uh, as opposed to um, in you know when, when games are going to be played, but they've got to get him out there so- at some point and see how he looks. Um, yeah, it's just such a tenuous situation, and you're right, they – he was when we were down in um, down in Tampa for the bowl game. He was practicing with the team. I mean, full pads, the whole bit. He was out there running around, looked great. Um, and, and Kirk has said after that that you know he probably could have played in the bowl game. So it's just weird that he um, you know broke that foot again shortly thereafter. It was uh, after they got back from winter break that he uh, during workouts that he broke it again. So. Um, it wasn't like it didn't heal because he was back, but then it popped again. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I haven't heard anything recently. Um, we haven't seen him since the, uh, spring game at the end of April. So you mentioned a bunch of those freshmen that are coming in this year. Brandon Smith's probably the guy that's been talked about the most out of the wide receivers as a true freshman, good size to him, six, three, 198 saw highlights from him doing the high jump down in Mississippi last week. Is that the guy that maybe has the inside track to seeing the most snaps next year at wide receiver out of the freshman? Yeah, he, he's the most physically ready, probably the most physically gifted. Um, he's got good size, about 6'3". He's, he looks the part. I mean, he looks like um, a college wide receiver right now. Um, just the big, strong kid can run pretty well. Um, can go up and get a pass. So I, I think he's probably the most physically ready. Um, the guy that um, probably maybe not the most physically ready, but has a chance is the Amir Smith Marset. He's still pretty skinny. I mean, he's like six one and 175 pounds. So he's he's got some work to do in the weight room to get physically there. Uh, and I like you know maybe the sleeper guy in this is. Uh, maybe uh, Max Cooper because he's kind of got some Vandenberg qualities to him, um, was able to stretch the field a little bit uh, in, at the high school level. So I think he's maybe the, the, the sleeper guy in this group to, to watch once fall camp gets going. How does this happen, Tom? How, how can they be so depleted? Because most teams, for the most part, that's a heavily recruited area. But apparently it's not that important to the Hawkeyes. Explain it to me if you can. Uh, They have recruited to the position. They just have had a series of, for lack of a better term, flameouts. I mean, you you look at uh, Devontae Young is a guy that everybody was excited about, uh, and he's kind of fallen off. He had a lot of drops in the spring, and I I think his stock has dropped. Um, Falconeers in the program long enough where he should be uh, a guy that's emerging, but he has just not caught fire. Uh, they had some guys wash out. You know, you've got uh, the Agu kid who has had really good speed, and he's ending up, uh, um, 
you know, going to run track. You had uh, Jonathan Parker, who um, gave up, uh, you know, playing at Iowa, and it was another speed guy, Derek Mitchell. One point was a wide receiver, switched running back. Now he's going to end up at Texas Tech. They've they've had some bodies there, but it's just a lack of development at the wide receiver position beyond Matt Vandenberg and Devon Smith, really, in the last couple of years. And Riley McCarron did a nice job last year, but they just haven't had a lot of guys come in and, and really develop into good wide receivers. Three walk-ons also that might have a chance here. We heard a lot this spring about Nick Easley. Uh, Ronald Nash, short of Vandenberg, he's the only guy out of the wide receiver group that's caught a pass. He's got two career catches uh, to his name. And also <laughs> Yale Van Dyne Jr. Uh, tell us about those three walk-ons and what kind of impact you think they can make. Yeah, Easley is going to play next year. And, and Brian Ferentz has said as much that he's a guy that's um, that's going to be out there. He proved to, um, to them in... Uh, spring ball that he belongs and came from Iowa Central is a kid from Newton whose dream was to play for the Hawkeyes walked on and uh, now he's going to get his shot so um, you know we'll see how he does during the season but he was really productive at maybe the top junior college program in the country at Iowa Western so he, he's got a pedigree um, of success against good players um, Nash um, he is kind of always been floating on the cusp of being in the two deeps and in the two deeps and then out. Um, but, you know, two catches. So at least he's, he's done something that everybody else, not named Matt Vandenberg has done on the Iowa roster and that's catch a pass. And uh, Van Dyne, his, you know, they were recruiting his brother uh, who ended up going to Minnesota and signing with the Gophers, but he's walking on um, kind of a, an older kid because he's, um, uh, you know, I, I think he was chasing a little bit of a hockey dream, uh, which is kind of an odd combination of hockey football player. Um, but uh, he's decided to give college football a shot, and um, you know, we'll see where he goes. But he's he's got a pretty significant learning curve, in my opinion, to uh, to be able to contribute this year. Tom, the Tom Caker is our guest, by the way, on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Tommy, I'm real curious. We did, before you came on, just a quick run-through of the schedule and how much more difficult it is. And Trent basically thought about it and said, what, 6-6? Six and six? Is that what you had? My early W&L, that's what I came up with. And at this point, with all these questions, Tom, that you go through, I think it's more realistic to ask the question, is Iowa even going to be bull eligible as opposed to is Iowa going to win the Big Ten West? Um, that's probably fair, um, because of the uncertainty at quarterback, um, primarily. And I think they'll be able to navigate the wide receiver issues. And I think you, you also can't discount, they've got a, a stud back in Wadley and they've got a very good offensive line. And as long as the offensive line's good and solid and able to protect the quarterback and provide running lanes, Wadley's just going to get a workout. And if you can get the ball to Akron Wadley, you know, 25, 30 times a game, you're going to have a chance to win football games just because he's so good in space and he's such a good running back. That uh, I, I think we can't overlook that. And maybe we're looking at, well, wide receiver, they don't have him. Well, do they really need a ton of it? Um, maybe not. And they've got some good tight ends. Um, I, I'm just curious how the defense is going to look without Brandon Snyder back there. You know, Travas looked great in the uh, spring game. But uh, how's that going to hold up over time? 
uh, if he can solidify that on the back end and Miles Taylor can improve, I think they've got a chance to be a really salty defense. But you're right, the schedule's tougher. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll find out a lot when they face Wyoming in that opener with uh, the Allen kid who's a potential uh, top five pick in the NFL draft and then going to Ames. Those will be the two big tests right out of the gate. Uh, look, you you referenced the fact of throwing to tight ends. They've had terrific tight C.J. Fedorowicz is now really starting to make a name for himself as a Houston Texan tight end. He was They, they never went to him. They, they've had other tight ends that they just sort of forgot about. Uh, is this all going to be on little Ference's shoulders to make this happen? Well, just just remember, it's uh, the Greg Davis offense seemed to forget that there were tight ends. I agree with you and, there, yes. And I, I, I can assure you that a Brian Ference offense will not forget about tight ends. And Noah Fant and uh, T.J. Hawkinson are going to be – I would I would venture to say that Fant and and uh, uh, Hawkinson will be within Iowa's top five receivers by the end of the year. They're going to need that in a yeah. big way, and and the reliability of Akron Wadley. So what's the magic number there? And it's not just carries; it's touches for him. And there's been yeah. talk about getting Akron involved in both the, the return games, both punt and kick, uh, maybe doing something like that. Uh, for a guy that still isn't big, and though he's hit that uh, peak weight of what one ninety one, that what Kirk always wanted to match. That's it. Yeah. He's been able 190. To maintain, He's been able to maintain that, but still, this isn't a guy that's uh, built for the pounding. We're not talking about Sean Green here. What's a good number it touches per game? And he's had a history of getting dinged up from time to time oh, yeah. too. That's so true. we can't forget that that he is. Um, he's been dinged up a, a little bit. He was dinged up last year uh, for a short period of time. Um, boy, I, I, I know Brian has, has said 25 touches a game, and I think it's probably going to edge a little bit even higher than that. I can't see them putting him out there for punt return and kickoff return unless it's just an absolute emergency. And, they just can't find anybody else with any ball skills um, mm-hmm. to be able to do that. But um, I just don't want to see him. I think you got to look at the value versus the pounding that he would take. And those are high, high uh, kind of leverage situations with uh, getting hit from odd angles and big pops from different people flying down the field. So I don't know that you want to put him at risk. Uh, Tom Cakert is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Tom, quickly to baseball before we run out of time with you. Uh, Trent and I opened the show discussing what took place in the baseball game yesterday. But Trent points out to their what baseball uses similar to the RPI rating for college basketball. And it's what, Trent, 96, 95, Uh, something like that? 96. 96. As of today. Okay. And it's his assumption that in order for Iowa to have a chance to get into the playoffs in college baseball, they would pretty much have to win the college or the uh, uh, Big Ten championship. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, they've got, what, 31 wins now, and they're sitting in the upper half of the Big Ten, but their RPI just isn't very good. Mm. And uh, I'm glad you updated that because I looked at it yesterday. It was 88, so it must have taken a little bit of a dip. And I've looked at I looked at some projections last night, and there are four Big Ten teams in, and Iowa's not one of them. 
like Nebraska, Michigan, uh, Indiana, and Maryland were the, the four teams that seemed to be getting the most runs. So I was going to have to. I, I think it's in Bloomington this year, right? It in, is. Uh, it Indiana. Is. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and and that's another you know troublesome thing because Indiana, obviously, a home team for those for that uh, tournament. So it, you're going to have to go down there and win in a tough environment and probably face the Hoosiers at some point to do it. So um, they're going to have their hands full, but uh, Heller's teams have made runs the last couple of years. So perhaps they can uh, make another one, um, you know, coming up here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, went over last year to Omaha, watch that mm-hmm. championship game against Ohio state. Uh, eight teams will advance in. Iowa has locked in a spot. They have at least uh, made their way into the tournament. That's all you can ask. And, uh, you know, we talked about this a bit last week. Heller, what a great job he's done with this program. You think there's a chance that some ACC, SEC, maybe Pac-12 teams come sniffing around Heller, and we know they could probably offer him a lot more money than what I was paying right now? Yeah, there's always that chance. But I, boy, Rick's a native Iowan. He's an Iowa guy. This has always been kind of his dream job uh, to be the uh, Iowa baseball coach. It would take a lot, I think, to get him out of Iowa City. I, I think he just loves being in Iowa, loves being the Iowa baseball coach. I don't think he – I'll just say it this way. I don't think he's actively going to seek uh, another job. I, I think they would have to come to him and kind of maybe beg him a little bit and overpay a little bit to get him to uh, to leave the University of Iowa. Nothing wrong with being overpaid. Look at Trent and I. <laughs> Yeah, look at me. Yeah, look at you, Tom. <laughs> look at me. I'm making a dollar. It's, it's overpaid. <laughs> and, and and that and that royalty check that you get from us for being on this show too. Yeah, I. I those are like those uh, the uh, royalty checks in the the Seinfeld episode where he cashes all those all, all those one dollar checks. Don't cash them yet. They're not going to clear. Yeah. I know. I know. All right, Tom. Thank you, man. It's always good to catch up to you. You have a great day, pal. Okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. See Take you. care. Tom Kaker, Hawkeye Report. Right here, Draft House 50, Hotline Mills, Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Okay. So we did a lot of Iowa talking, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Out of Ames and Iowa State, if you are a basketball fan, you may want to hand on, uh, hang on to your basketball shorts. Trent and I will explain that right after we take a major commercial timeout so that we get paid. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. 
We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 100 plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I like them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. Imagine a store that lets you get anything you wanted. An HD flat screen TV, a high capacity ultra quiet washer and dryer, a complete living room set. And imagine if you didn't need a lick of credit to get it. That store simply believed in you. Imagine if they even delivered it, set it up, and serviced it at no additional cost. Well, that store exists. That's Rent-A-Center. Imagine that. No credit needed. Affordable payment plans. Delivery, setup, and service included. Imagine new possibilities at Rent-A-Center. Rental purchase transaction. See store for details. Tonight, I made a Butterball Turkitarian favorite. Bruce is going to flip. Honey, dinner's ready. Whoa, I'm coming. Are we having Butterball smoked sausage? Ah, I love that smokiness. Oh, maybe it's those delicious turkey burgers. I'm okay. I'm okay. Wait. Is that Butterball Turkey Bacon Ice Mill? Oh my, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Is it turkey burgers? Yes. Is it turkey bacon? Uh-huh. Wendy, which is it? Both. Mm, yes! Butterball, the choice of Turkitarians. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly share their story online and on the air and present them with a special certificate and bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. 
Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we roll all the way till 3 o'clock, top of the hour. Chris Cotella will join us, uh, Major League Baseball, SB Nation, and Major League Daily Dish at uh, 140 John Cannon on the Golden State Warriors comeback. We'll get into all of that. And by the way, breaking news, Kawhi Leonard will not play in Game 2 in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, Popovich just uh, announced that, so certainly a big blow for the Spurs. It felt like they had to get... Game one, if they were going to do it, mm-hmm. a rusty Warriors team had him on the rope. Yeah, but uh, it's the NBA. Everybody makes their own Jimmy B, and the Warriors they make different kind of yeah, runs. Yes, they do. Uh, the breaking news that we discussed uh, headed into this particular segment. Look, it's been pretty bad news if you're an Iowa fan with everything that's taken place in the last couple of weeks. And it's been pretty good news if you're an Iowa State fan with everything that has taken place in the last couple of weeks until today. Where in basketball, uh, an announcement, Ray Casango uh, announcing that uh, he's going to transfer. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to play. He's expected to get the release and transfer from Iowa State. Apparently still has multiple offers out there. And so Iowa State apparently will indeed grant him the release. So he's going to be gone. So he sat out last season as a transfer from Tennessee. Correct. Big guy, six six nine ish, yeah. Power forward type, yeah. center type. If you're playing mm-hmm. small, uh, didn't have great numbers at Tennessee, but they figured all right, a year to develop in his junior senior seasons, he'll he'll be able to give them something. That's not going to be the case. Will he be eligible to play, or is he going to have to sit out another season? Doesn't say. I don't know how that works. I don't either. I don't know if there's some kind of waiver process that he's going to try to go through, but so he would, and, and I'm sure it depends on. So he sat out. Yes. So and he still would have had two years remaining. Yes. yes. He will be a redshirt junior. Junior. In terms of eligibility, but if he transfers again, does he have to sit out again? Wow. Could he go to? Can't go to a junior college now this late in his career. No. You wouldn't think. Wow, I I I really don't. I got to look that up. Yeah, not sure how that works out. I mean, it's so rare that we see a guy yeah. transfer somewhere, sit out for the year, and before he even plays a minute, says he wants to transfer again. <laughs> Odd situation, and, and the spring signing period as a whole. So Friday, and it became official. Iowa State had the release uh, today on Hans Brace, the kid from Princeton. Yep, uh, he's been very injured the last couple of years of his collegiate career. At Princeton, but when he was healthy, average eleven points, six and a half rebounds per game. You figure at the very least he can be a stretch four for him, maybe even play some small forward and pinch that kind of thing. He comes in, they get Jeff Beverly to come in from Texas San Antonio. But you said things are going well for Iowa State. I don't think it went that well. Well, I was when they were coming into the spring and they knew they had four open scholarships. Yes. Now it's turned into five. Five. I don't think that this was their wish list. I hope we get Jeff Beverly and Hans Brace mm-hmm. as our two fifth year grad the top of the, They weren't at no. the top of the list, no. You know, we know Mariel Shayok, the kid from Virginia. They liked him a lot. Went to UNLV? No, no, no. He's the one that they have. Oh, yeah, no. The kid that went to UNLV was... Uh, That's Shakur Justin. Yes. But with Mariel Shayok, the problem is he's not eligible to play right away. Mm-hmm. He's got to sit out next year, and then he'll just have one year of eligibility. That's the one from Virginia. Yeah, Shakir Houston, that was the top. That was that was their top guy. And you know, they had the uh the kid from down in Florida. I've already forgot. Edwards is his last name. 
junior college player from down in Florida. He decides to go to LSU. Missed out on that one. A lot of their top choices went away. Now they got yet another scholarship open. Does that mean they're still out there? We knew after the Hans Brace commitment, Mm -hmm. they had one more scholarship that they could give out. And it was going to be a right fit. If not, then we'll hold it over till next year and either look high school or a different route with that. Now with two open, you got to figure they're looking for another guy, right? Yeah. Because the way that it's currently constructed, here's the roster. Here's how they look. Okay. Your senior class is now a senior class of one. Check that two. Check that three. Because you got two fifth grad transfers. Correct. With Brace and with Beverly, and then Donovan Jackson. Mm-hmm. So those are your three seniors. You had Cassango, who would have been a junior. He's gone. Nick Weiler, Bab. Yep. Shayak is sitting out this year. Mm-hmm. Solomon Young's a sophomore. Right. Jacoby Young, who just had surgery, he's a sophomore. Hardly saw him at all. Cameron Laird's a freshman. And then the three incoming guys Terrence Lewis, Lindell Wigington, and Darius McNeil. That's it. That looks like an NCAA tournament team to you? <laughs> it looks like the mystery team. It does. It's a magical mystery tour for Iowa State. There's a lot of if this, if That's that, it. if yes. this. Yes. A lot more ifs than we're used to for Iowa State. And if my aunt had a sack, Never. she'd be my exactly. uncle. Exactly. It's kind of a lot of that. That's what this and is. There, there aren't impact players sitting around right now either. Yeah. We're late in the process. Ray Casango, look, this is a guy that averaged, what, four points a game at mm-hmm. Tennessee. I mean, mm-hmm. He wasn't a difference maker at that kind of level, but he was help inside. Better hope that Lindell Wigington is the real deal. It, they they got to. I mean, he's got to come in and average fourteen points and six assists a game. I mean, and the great unknown that we've talked about is Cameron Laird. Right, right. What, what do are, you what do you got? What is he? We don't even know what kind of player no, he is. We don't. No. Is he a back to the basket? Is he a stretch four? Is it a guy that thinks he's a stretch four but can't really shoot it? <laughs> we don't know. We don't have a clue. I'm excited to get over Valley Southwoods this summer. Yeah. and see him in action. Yeah. over at the Capitol City. You got League. it. And. Coach Prom says that, hey, they're all playing. And in a couple of weeks, we'll be having our uh, our mock draft. I can't wait for that. I, I was on fire last year. Well, no Wampler for you to choose oh, this man, year. Oh, man, I can't take the Womp. The Womp transferred from Drake. Oh, God, so that's heartbreaking. You're going to have to dig into that a little the bit Womp more. The Womp was great in the Cap League. I know you love the Womp. You <laughs> love the Womp. We got Chris Cotillo stopping by on the other side. We're going to talk some Major League Baseball with him. Cubs concerns. Cardinals playing well. The Brewers twins, are they for real? Not about the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. We were just talking a week ago. Uh, they're going to be selling off all the pieces. They sweep the Orioles. Can they get back into contention? We'll do that on the other side here. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We're back in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value, Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. The inventor of Texas Superfood, Dennis Black. Most adults take supplements hoping to improve their health. They don't do anything to prevent illness. That's why I created Texas Superfood. It's pure, natural nutrition. Switch from your chemistry set vitamins to Texas Superfood for 90 days. Get better energy, focus, better sleep, or return it. No questions asked. Now when you order two bottles of Texas Superfood, get the third bottle free. Call now, 877-55-TEXAS. You can also order online at TexasSuperfood.com. We don't just carry our boxes to their destination. We carry your business. We carry your growth, your love of your products, and your service. When you hand your product over to us, we know how important it is to you. So we make it just as important to us. It's as if your entire store is right there in our hands. That's why at the United States Postal Service, we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority, you. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries. I'm on your website and it says I can buy online and then pick up in store? Yes. And how long does that usually take? 30 minutes or less. I need a battery for my 2013 Ford Escape. Our Autocraft Gold, it's got a three-year warranty. Man, you really know your stuff. I'm 33. Am I too young for a cardigan? Too young for a cardigan. (laughs) Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. Order online at advanceautoparts.com and pick up your order in store in just 30 minutes. Also at participating CarQuest stores. National Weather Service in Des Moines has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for northeastern Greene County in west-central Iowa, southern Webster County in central Iowa, western Hamilton County in central Iowa, northwestern Boone County in central Iowa, until 1.45 p.m. At 12.57 p.m., a severe thunderstorm was located 7 miles east of Gowrie, or 14 miles south of Fort Dodge, moving northeast at 45 miles per hour. Expected hazard.